Hi everyone and welcome to What's the Bible Say? We're in a mini-series about stuff people say. So today's question is, have you ever heard somebody say this? Just trust the universe or let go and let the universe do its thing. Famous musician Ziggy Marley, who is the son of Bob Marley, once said this, I follow the universe. I follow God. God made the sun and the sun shines on everyone. I don't exactly know what he meant by that, but we're going to take a look at the phrase, just trust or follow the universe. What's the Bible say about it? Why does it matter? And how are we going to apply God's truth to our life? So let's take a look at that phrase. Okay, so it sounds kind of religious, right? Yes. Even spiritual. It does. And you know why? Because it actually is. Um, there's another quote from a website called Heavenly Ministries, which is a mix of both um, scripture and quotes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of has all kinds of different things on it. And I found this quote on there. It says that the universe gives me exactly what I need at exactly the right time. Everything works out mm. perfectly. And that's just one of the many quotes out there about the universe. And this idea comes from a very popular worldview, which actually is a religion, and it's called pantheism. And actually, pantheism is very complicated. Mm -hmm. It has many branches and um, fingers out to it. But one of the main ideas is that people believe that this idea that there is there is a supernatural out mm -hmm. there. Some people believe that, yes, God did create the universe, but then he just melded into it, and now it's just like this force. It's no longer a personal God. It's just become this force, like something out there. Think of like Star Wars, mm -hmm. may the force be may with you. May the force you. be with you, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was looking at a quote in Psychology Today by famous lecturer and author Greg Lavoie, and it says this, so trusting the universe might ultimately be a matter of staying in conversation with it, of being in correspondence with it. And there are a lot of ways of doing that, dialoguing with the dragons in your life, asking for dream guidance, journaling, meditation, listening to your body, honoring intuitions and synchronicities, spending time in nature. And then he went on to say, ultimately trusting the universe is less a practical or even psychological enterprise as it is a spiritual one. Mm -hmm. And so this whole idea of trusting the universe, it's conceptual, it's ethereal, um, but it's a form of mysticism as well. And, mm -hmm. and we know that that is a, a topic for a whole nother episode, of <laughs> course, but, but, it's, it's kind of scary and it's a dangerous concept. Yes. So, so we know what people say, but what exactly does the Bible have to say about it? Right, because that's the bottom line, right? What does the Bible say? So when I look at this quote right away, I see a, a really big problem. And the problem is that there are so many people who actually believe this. They trust and they follow the universe that was created by God instead of following the one who created it all. And, and I, yeah, I think that's crazy. Yeah. And one of the, the big issues to me is it um, depersonalizes a very personal God. Yeah. It dethrones a very majestic and holy God. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's, that's really an at issue here. And, and there's kind of a disconnect maybe, you know, in a person's understanding of, of something that they would rather follow this 
this idea, the force be with you kind of thing, rather than following a God who loves us and who created us mm -hmm. and created the universe that they say that they follow. Right. And, and the Bible is super clear that God's the one that created the universe. I mean, almost everybody, even if you're not a Bible person, you've heard this verse, Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then right in the next chapter, he basically says it again in Genesis 2, 4. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made heaven and earth. Yeah, and so God is not the universe. He's not. He created the universe, but he didn't just kind of like morph into it so mm -hmm. whether it is this conceptual force that people are talking about like you know the force be with you or if it's tangible like the stars of creation the reality is that creation is subject to the creator all creation is subject to the creator and god is not only the creator he's also the sustainer colossians 1 16 let me read that to you it says for by him all things were created both in the heavens and on the earth visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. And then John 1, 3 mm -hmm. says, all things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made. So I think it's important too that we know that, that God, um, he's the one who created everything. He's the one who sustains everything, but it's also the foundation of our faith. In Hebrews 1.3, it tells us he is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. So it's God who's upholding the universe itself, not the universe all of a sudden, you know, that God became the universe somehow. I mean, that verse alone mm -hmm. is super powerful. And then there's Colossians 1.17, and, and this is actually, that I'm going to read to you, is actually in the Amplified Version, which is a cool version uh, to have access to. And it says, And he himself existed and is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the controlling, cohesive force of mm. the universe. Amen. Amen. And and so we know it's not something that we believe in. It's someone that we believe in. Mm. And his name is Yahweh God, you know? It just gives me chills. I, I just love it. I know. I know. <laughs> and, you know, even science itself agrees with the fact that the universe has to be sustained by something they can't explain. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I love this, um, how science is always trying to catch up with what the Bible already has told us. But, but if you look at quotes like by Albert Einstein, who is a very popular, very famous scientist, well-respected scientist. He's known as the father of modern day science. And he himself says, I believe in God who reveals himself in the orderly harmony of the universe. So Albert Einstein you know, he didn't put, put God into the category of like becoming the universe. He believed in mm -hmm. God. So did si uh, Sir Isaac Newton, who said it this way, Gravity explains the motion of the planet, but it cannot explain who set the planet in motion. God <laughs> governs all things and knows all that is and can be done. So, you know, both of these well-renowned scientists believed in God, who not only created the universe, but sustains it. Um, and, and we think about the different forces of nature, like gravity. Well, science discovered that gravity existed, but it was God who created 
the gravity in the first place. And we think of the the force of electromagnetism. Which and, is what? Okay, so, <laughs> what so is you know that? when you brush your hair, like, you know, oh, when you get okay, the static okay. electricity thing, that's yeah. just one of the elements of it, but it also kind of goes into, I mean, it's a big field. Yeah, way, I mean, you don't have to explain all yeah, of it. Yeah, way just... bigger than my brain, but it goes into, like, <laughs> atoms and neutrons and all of okay. those kind of things, So, um, which I'm not a scientist, so I'm not even going to try to uh, attack that one. <laughs> but, but yeah, and so it's funny how that people are, are worshiping something that's kind of just they don't even know, and yet it's yeah. God who created and holds all things together. Yeah. So the Bible is really clear that it's God who created the universe and all that there is. But why is it an issue that we that we should not trust the universe? Why why is that a problem? Well, I think it's one of the things that uh, a problem with that is that there's so many people who are trusting the universe. It's a misplacement of their trust. They're trusting mm -hmm. the creation rather than the creator. They're, they're worshiping, they're following, they're loyal to something other than God. And, you know, one of the first uh, the first two commandments given to Moses when he went up to Mount Sinai by God was, you shall have no other gods before me. You know, Exodus chapter 20, verse 3 says, you shall have no other gods before me. And then Exodus chapter 20, verses 4 and 5 says, you shall not make for yourself a carved image of any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. So God is a jealous God. Mm -hmm. He's the one who created all things. We should be trusting Him, following Him, and looking to Him for the answers that we that we face, every, yeah. or the struggles that we face every single day. Which is really interesting because when Moses was up on the mountain getting the Ten Commandments, Aaron was down in the valley with the children of Israel, and they created this calf for them to worship, which is crazy. It is crazy, which, which shows that we were created to wor worship something, and I, I think it's kind of just... And especially after God had done so many things for them. Yeah, but he just parted the Red Sea. They yeah. just walked through on dry ground. Yeah, but, but like you said, it's crazy because... We have our hearts want to worship something. And yeah. when God wasn't working in their speed, then they decided to come up with another plan. And it wasn't a good one. Which is what happens. I think when people don't see God show up when they think he should, how they think he should, mm -hmm. or, or do what they think he should do, then they kind of misplace their loyalty and their trust. But the other thing they do is, is, are, that I see a lot is a misconception of who God is. So yeah. many people just don't understand this amazing God that you and I know, who loves him, who, who parted the Red Sea for his children, who wants to part the Red Sea in your circumstances and in my circumstances yeah. for us. Yeah. So, you know, you're right, the whole golden calf thing. I mean, it gets you like way off track and it shows that we're people who are going to worship something yeah. and we need to be careful that we worship the one who deserves the worship and right. not get sidetracked. Which is, you know, I, I think about this and I, I think, there's probably two reasons why people would say trust the universe or follow the mm -hmm. universe. One is they don't want to worship God and that they just, yeah. they don't want that authority over their life. Or the second one could be that they really don't know. Yeah. They really don't. That This is a very prevalent um, concept in a, a religion that takes place. And so people don't know that 
this isn't what God had for us because we do have a desire to worship. We mm -hmm. do desire something that's greater than ourselves. And you want to trust something, yes. but we trust the someone. And the, the my heart for those who kind of believe in these things and, and gravitate to these ideas and these concepts of like trusting the universe is that they're missing out on the life God has for them and they are trusting something that can do nothing for them. And and God has so much more for them. You know, Romans 1, verses 21 through 25 says, For although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him. But they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals. So they trusted the creation rather than the creator. You know, when you trust and you follow something other than God, that's called idolatry. Mm. And in when you're loyal to the universe or you trust the universe, that's idolatry. And and so we have to be careful that we don't make for ourselves images, maybe not a you know, carved wood or whatever, but mm. images of the universe or anything else other than God and yeah. worship him. So ultimately trusting the universe is really when we're worshiping something or someone else other than Yahweh God. Right. And, and, you know, back to what you said a little bit ago, Rebecca, you know, the reasons why people don't. I remember growing up worshiping, mm -hmm. thinking, and trusting a whole lot of odd, yeah. weird things because I was searching. Yeah. And maybe you're listening today and you're searching for, you know, can I trust the universe or can I trust whatever? Mm -hmm. We can tell you from experience, you can trust mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. You know, you yeah. can trust him because... When we don't, it is idolatry, and it's, it's an affront against a holy and a righteous God, but it's also very bad and empty advice, right? Because yeah. the universe can't do anything for you, right? Right. but God can, and yeah. the universe can't save your soul, mm -hmm. but Jesus can. Jesus came and died for you, and the universe didn't die for you, couldn't die for you, but Jesus did. And you know what I love too is not only is God creator, which is just mind-blowing when you think about yeah. it. I mean, oh, it's just mind-blowing. He's not only creator, but he is redeemer. So he's not just some some impersonal something out there. Right. But he actually came and gave of himself yes. to die for me and for you and for you. And that is so sweet it's so i'm just so humbled by it i'm so blown away by it and we were talking earlier and you mentioned it about how personal he is mm -hmm. like he's our friend yeah he's he's the one who sticks closer to us than a brother yes he loves us like nobody else loves us he he's seen us at our worst he knows the worst about us but loves us the most the universe can't do any of that no. for you the universe is not going to collect your tears and put them in a bottle Oh, right. That's but, a oh, my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> but God, God does that. Yes. Yeah. And God gives us purpose. Yes. He gives us purpose. He gives us wisdom. He gives us hope. He gives us peace. Yeah. The universe can't do any of that. Right. So it does matter because we don't want to be worshiping something other than God. So we kind of already talked about this, but how do we apply this to our lives? Yeah, I think probably one of the most important things is to understand us and the way God created us, that what we believe determines how we behave. Mm -hmm. Belief determines behavior. So the only way I can look to and know is if what I believe is solid and, and founded and grounded on the truth, 
that God created me, that I'm not some random, you know, chaotic, you know, thing that just showed up on the planet and have no purpose and no plan. I have a God who created me on purpose, for a purpose, in his image, so that I can not only worship him and trust him, but but have a life of purpose and, yeah, and know that I was created by God and for God. And it's not just survival of the fittest. Like, right. you matter. Yeah. I mean, when we believe in a God who created us, then you matter. So I think it's safe to say that the phrase, follow the universe or trust the universe, it's not biblical. Yeah. And if we do, why it matters. If we do, it's idolatry. And... What we want to do is then follow after God. Right, right, yeah. And if you're listening to this and maybe you struggle with believing, follow the universe or, you know, trust the universe or some other idea, or maybe you know someone who, who has the same struggle, listen, reach out to us. We would love to, to answer any questions we possibly can for you, to meet you where you are, to point to you, uh, point you to Scripture and to know what God's Word says about how you can trust him and how you can know him and have purpose in your life. Yes. And if, if you appreciated what you heard today or you know someone that could benefit from this, then please share it. And also um, hit the subscribe button because we don't want you to miss a single episode. And we would so love to connect yes, with you. You can find all of our links to reach us in our show notes. But we will be on YouTube and we're on our Facebook page, which is What's the Bible Say? You can find us on Apple Podcasts. And then there's our website, which is whatsthebiblesay.org. Yeah. And we would just love to meet you and hear from you. And um, we have some free resources on our website that we hope will be beneficial to you. So thank you so much for joining us today. And it excites us because yeah. God's word is truth. And the truth is what sets you free. And that's what we want so desperately for you. So until, until next, next time. time. <laughs>